It's Tony Nash here with Plugged and Unplanned. And what a week we're having here with Pauline Wynn, who has written a new book after many, many years of, uh, of being in, uh, in uh, I wouldn't say writer's block, but doing lots of other fabulous things. And her book, The Way of the Spiritual Entrepreneur, it sounds really, really exciting. I have kind of skimmed through a few of the pages and, and I can see that it has got um, a lot of wealth of, of knowledge and, and, uh, and it's some compelling words that I think many, many people are going to be reading and, and enjoy um, applying to their lives and, and improving their lives. So um, we've had some, some great uh, discussion up to now. And I think some of the, the things that um, you're talking about, some of these fundamental things that people could you know, listen to this, um, the, this, this podcast and go, well, yeah, I could do that. I could do that for the next week or the next day or um, I could write about this. Or what are, what are some of the, um, I guess, you know, 101 lessons where you go, well, if you are interested in um, empowering yourself, improving yourself, what, what do you, how do you kind of say, well, I reckon first steps, uh, just start, like you mentioned in the previous session about kind of, uh, I guess, unbundling what a word actually means to you. Or when you say you talk about um, doing the right thing, for example, or, um, um, you know, Politician, I have no uh, ability to impact politics because I'm just one person, and and all these kind of sayings and 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 words that we just assume we know what they mean. How can we start to unpick and unbundle all of this? Where do where do you, where should we start from? Um, where I always start from is um, when I listen to something, and when when it's a it's a muscle that gets practiced when you're in tune and attuned, and then. Uh, is it, wait a minute, mm, doesn't make sense. How, how does that make sense? And we have the ability, the audacity, the courage to question. Not only question society or who's telling us this, but also questioning ourselves. Um, what are some examples? Some examples, um, the happiness industry. We're not ha- meant to be happy 24-7. Happiness alone does not solve your business problems <laughs> or, or, your, or your personal problems. Uh, and I, and um, over the years, I've understood that entrepreneurs don't have business problems. They have personal problems that reflect in their business. And so it starts with yourself first. The How, how will you have the courage to really look into your internal ecology? And are you prepared and have the discipline to do the internal work? Because sooner or later, your internal ecology will directly reflect and project upon your external kingdom. And so the first step is the decision. Never underestimate the power of a decision. And life gets really beautiful when you do the work and it becomes that your priorities and your principles actually run your business and your life rather than um, your priorities and your principles being reactive to to whatever happens because that's it's life that is life life will always happen like that and so the key for me for example questioning the happiness industry is like okay I get it because I've inquired it is not about the pursuit of happiness it's about happiness in the pursuit 
how then do we design happiness in the pursuit? And so um, uh, uh, to answer your question, one of the things that the audience can do immediately is setting their, their, their body, their mind, their health to be a solid foundation to face whatever life and adversity comes our way. And so fearlessness is a much more powerful characteristic than, than happiness. Um, I get up at 4, 4, 4.30 every morning. Um, I, I pray. Pray is talking to the universe. Meditation is listening to it. Um, but I don't pray... I don't pray in a state of um, subordination to, to any God. Um, I pray as if the event has already happened <laughs> so that I'm in this wonderful state of gratitude. And when you're in a state of gratitude, it's the ultimate state of receivership, um, which is why, in my experience, I only teach from direct experience. Um, uh, otherwise, it's reading from a textbook, it means nothing and has no effect. Um, and when we live in a state of gratitude, uh, the thought sends a signal out, the emotion brings the event back to you because we are electromagnetic creatures. And so uh, dreams and goals and desires uh, happen faster <laughs> because we live as if and feel as if the event has already happened. But there's a whole lot of Goya involved in that as well. Goya being get off your ass and actually do something. It's not sitting in meditation going, you know, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. You must do the work. Um, and then I, 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 I get up and I, I dry brush. I dry brush my body towards the lymph nodes um, to activate my lymphatic system, to increase my immune system, also to have amazing skin. And then I jump and have a, a two to five minute cold shower. Um, I've trained myself to do so over the five years already. Um, it has a plethora of scientific benefits and health benefits for that um, cold cold water therapy. Um, we can Google a whole lot of stuff on that. Um, and then I uh, make my kids' lunches, um, put it in the fridge until they're, they're up, and then I'm out there coaching at sunrise. Uh, my clients must come to meet me at sunrise, um, and we, we coach um, uh, uh, near the ocean. Um, and then we do grounding work, um, shamanic work as well, and never underestimate the nature, the, the power of nature's medicine, um, the healing nature of the frequency of sunrise, um, the ocean, um, walking barefoot. I walk barefoot almost everywhere. <laughs> I have forgotten shoes strewn all over the city. Um, um, the free electrons from the earth, from the grass, from the sand. Um, and then once my client leaves, which is about 8, 8.30, I jump um, in the ocean or the pool and I do laps. Um, I'm learning a particular new swim stroke. Um, we must always unlearn something to learn anew. We create new genes. We create new neuropathways. And um, we're always reinventing, always reinventing, redesigning. Um, and so after I've done my laps, then I'm home about nine-ish to start my day. <laughs> a lot of people won't have the discipline to do that, but I hope it inspires something in you to say, what is a non-negotiable for me in my life that will set me up to be the victor before I leave the door, get in the car and do the same old, same old, because it's like a, a, a muscle that needs to be trained. And so even getting up in the morning, you would go out and it's cold. Most people will shut their doors and say, it's too cold. I'm going to put a jumper on. 
Um, that's where motivation comes in. But when you're inspired, when you're in spirit, it doesn't matter what it's like outside. You do it anyway because you have become it and it has become you. And so the question um, there is, um, who will you decide to become? Um, what will be your non-negotiable? So that you increase your quality of character, your your quality, your strength, um, and again, you know, you you become an interesting person if you can do interesting things. So, given all of that, and I think, um, well, I certainly feel it. I'm here with you, so it's a bit easier to to feel the the full force of what you just said um, about being accountable and about being um, uh, knowing what you want. And, and being fearless, as you say, but also not settling for, for anything less than that and, and striving to be as, as, um, as effective and as efficient and as, and as, um, joyful as you can be along the way. But how, how do you, and I think a lot of people who are listening today, how can we get our kids to do that? So I have a 15 year old, he's going to be 16 soon and a stepdaughter who's 13. Uh, they're right at those um, ages, I think, um, where they're starting to stand on their own two feet. Uh, certainly my stepdaughter is well and truly on, on her own feet in terms of, of her um, you know, stipulating how the world should work. Yeah. Um, uh, but from a, um, from a parent's perspective, you, you said in the very first session that your, your father, uh, through PTSD, really, you know, you know, drilled it into you, um, beat it into you to, um, how have you, how are you able to inspire your kids, uh, to consider some of the, the values and beliefs that you're, that you have, um, and obviously leading by example, of course, is one thing, but then kids are kids and, Mm -hmm. and that's just mum. And therefore, um, how, how can we all, um, be peppering them with the wisdom or the knowledge or the foundation or just the, you know, the, that sense of knowing that, that um, going down the path most travelled uh, is not the path necessarily that's going to give you the great um, returns on life. How, how do you do that with your own family? Now we get to talk about parenting. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I have a daughter who is 14, going on 15. She is my biggest teacher. She's my biggest teacher. Um, and my son is nine going, uh, turning 10 soon. Um, and then if we're talking the laws of the universe, it is clearly a hidden order, a, a hidden... I look at my daughter who is the polar opposite of myself. Really? The polar opposite of myself. And there was a time when I would pull my hair out thinking, why? <laughs> why? And then through my studies, I've, I've understood, oh my God, that is it. It is meant to be like that. There can be no other way. Why am I the absolute polar opposite of my mother? Because that is the law. <laughs> my son is the complete opposite of my daughter. That is the law. And so when we look at our family unit, whether it be in the immediate family unit or the extended family unit or the extended, extended friendship unit, there is always someone who is your polar opposite. And so when we understand that hidden order of life, there is nothing but gratitude. 
for that person. So I can look at my daughter and go, thank you for playing that role and I don't have to. She can look at me and go, thank God, I don't have to play your role, you know. So that's part of it. Also, the only, the only time I absolutely lose my shit is with my daughter. She pushes my buttons, but I am allowed. I get to choose, however, how long I stay there for. Right, I am human. I am allowed, and um, oh, by the way, I also eat meat, drink wine, and uh, <laughs> not dress like a spiritual person, <laughs> and and swear. Um, and so the the understanding that that is the hidden order of life. The other understanding is that we must transcend and look at our children and be compassionate to their level of development. I see, and I, I've, I've been victim of it myself. I've been guilty of it myself, going, why, if only you knew how good you've got it, you know, um, when I was a child, I was beaten up, I was you know, locked in the house, did all that, had to work every day. Look, and I'm like, whoa, Pauline, stop. You have a created a life so that she doesn't live like that. And now you keep on telling her that it, it doesn't work that way. The other thing to understand is that when, when we understand the levels of development, not only for human behavior or humanity, but also spiritual level of development, my daughter is still at the egocentric level. She's completely red. You know, she's, it's all about me, conformity. Mom, you know, you don't come to any of the, the mum's dinners. You're too spiritual, you know, and she gets all them and I can sit and I have fun with that. I have so much fun with it, you know. I'll be pretending to just about to say something and I could see her cringe the whole time, you know. And so we, 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 we can choose to have fun with that or we can choose to pull our hair out with that. And, um, but how can I know those things? How can I learn those things if she wasn't there right in front of me to teach me those things? And understanding also that our children model us. That's what they do. And so when she loses the plot and she goes in a rage or whatever, it's, whoa, okay, um, can I see myself in there somewhere? Was there a time, whether in the past or in the near, in the near present, that I too was, was like that? Because they do, they, they mirror us, they, 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 they model us, it, it is the way. And we take those so many lessons, lessons every, every day, lessons every day, but there were compassion to ourselves also to not beat ourselves up about that. I mean, my wife would certainly agree with you on many things um, and react um, in the same way that her daughter push, pushes it. I mean, they, they both love each other dearly, of yeah. course, um, as does my stepdaughter love her dad. But, um, and, but I think being a great um, role model, even though... Um, they will, um, you know, reject it or disregard it as best as they can. At the end of the day, once they get through the turbulence of those teenage years yeah. and into young adulthood, um, they've got those they've they've got those markers. I'm reading, or I sorry, I listened to the audio book of uh, Princess Bitchface Bitch in the last week, and although it was written um, over a decade ago. Um, the author Michael Cargrey, he talks about those things about that you just they they it will be it will be a battle, but at the end of it they will come right around. And I think when I when I and 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 back to to the family unit, even though there it's all this turbulence along the way, 
When I think about spirituality or the way of um, a spiritual person or humanity, uh, one destination, many paths. Yes. And and so therefore, just because someone uh, chooses to practice their spirituality through traditional religion or someone may do it through meditation or someone may do it through hugging a tree or someone may do it through hard work and service, whatever they, whatever it is that they do, um, it's, it's, you know, many, many ways to get to the same. De- at the end of the day, uh, we've only, we've all got one destination and that's our last breath. Yeah. Um, there's no arguing with that. That's, uh, well, unless someone invents something else that we, we don't have available today, but that is our last breath is the destination. Mm. And then, so what are we going to do along that journey yeah. in terms of, um, our contribution, our sense of our sense of self worth, and and I like business. I like business because it gets you, it gives you a chance to to express yourself uh, through these belief systems. And when and when um, uh, something comes out of left field that you didn't expect, um, that's about being in business. That's life. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. We're doing a renovation at the moment and uh, things come out of left field. You work with builders, there's always left field. Mm. In fact, I think there is nothing else but left field. Yeah. And, and so that's really important for entrepreneurs to understand and people in, in business, in life, uh, if you're working for someone, if you're studying, thing, things will happen and you need to be able to, to find a way that you've got this this groove that you can recenter yourself. Mm. You, it sounds like you do it every morning in terms of your your rituals that you you can build your day upon. I, I do it every morning so that I can center myself mm. because the shit will always hit the fan. Mm-hmm. It's if if you if you're living a good chunk of your life at the moment where everything is cruisy and wonderful. Please understand the law of the universe is that it ain't going to be that for much longer. <laughs> how, how, how do we prepare ourselves for those things? And those vicissitudes that happen every day, you know, every month, mm-hmm. you're sure to have it happen sooner or later. Um, you know, we, we, we both are, are speakers. Um, I get asked, um, so many times, are, are you not stressed? Do you not stress by, before you go on stage? And I said, well, no, I, 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 uh, um, there's enthusiasm. There's an internal enthusiasm, but one, I I, I know my stuff. Um, two, it's actually not about me. I truly believe that no one in the audience really cares about me. It's about what they can take out for themselves. So it's already a relief to know that it's not about me, and so I'm not really stressed about that. But understanding also that another law is that. 50-50, maybe 60-40, maybe 70-30. Half of them are going to say, oh, my God, that was amazing. And just knowing that the other 50% or 40% or 30% are going to go, what the hell was all that about, mm-hmm. right? And so when you have the understanding, when you there's, there's no suffering. And it's the same when uh, another obstacle comes. It's a, oh, it's part of life. But who are you? Who are you in the face of that obstacle? And that's what the muscle is. The muscle is, you know, when a really good indication of who you really are, think back to an incredibly stressful moment. How did you behave? How did you show up? That's who you really are. Are you happy with that? 
Do you want to do something about that? Is that working for you? And this is the consistent inquiry process. I am so sorry, everyone. I know you want this to go on for another hour, (laughs) but we are seriously coming down to the end of, of our time with Pauline. And I think, you know, one of the things that as I sit here and I kind of all in a wash of everything that you've said, uh, I think of the, the book by Khalil Gibran, where he talks about work is uh, love made visible. Yes. <laughs> and, and there's, a, you know... I love that quote. I love that quote. Just, just, I think, do yourself a favour. Go and have a meal at the Red Lantern and taste um, what Pauline and her family are talking about. And... Buy the book. <laughs> and buy the... Obviously, yeah, just... Um, and read it over and over again, because this is what, you know, we're talking about. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Booktopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if your eyeballs need a workout, check us out on YouTube at Booktopia TV. And don't forget for all books featured on this episode and all episodes of the Booktopia podcast, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at www.booktopia.com.au. Thanks for listening.